Join the conversation with the Morning Majlis, Pulse 95. Welcome back onto the Morning Majlis. If you're joining us this morning, we had a very, very breaking news early hours of this morning. And Mr. Ramad Dawood, it is all about the world of Hong Kong and it's not looking pleasant at the moment. Well, whether or not it looks pleasant depends on who you speak to, as this is a polarizing issue uh, for people in that country and that region at large. Uh, but Beijing's top legislative body has unanimously passed a sweeping national security law for Hong Kong. They say it prov- uh, prevents acts of secession, subversion, terrorism, as well as collusion with foreign forces to endanger national security. Looking further at the law, it is expected to carry a maximum penalty of life in jail for offenders. And uh, this national security law, as we've been covering it, has been the subject of great debate and heated controversy with countries around the world as well weighing in on how this would impact the residents of Hong Kong. A major criticism here is that it would impede their sense of freedom. And uh, to break it all down, I mean, we have to understand the nature of of Hong Kong, its relationship to China and further developments as well. And we'll certainly be discussing that. But this law is set to go live tomorrow on July 1st. China's not officially confirmed the law has been passed yet, have they? Is is that this situation? And uh, obviously this new security, uh, National Security Office uh, would be dealing with the, uh, the cases that emerge. Uh, but uh, we are seeing uh, that if if they are also going to be having uh, powers over such as overlooking at uh, or overseeing education uh, about national security in Hong Kong schools. So, so what do you think is going to be the situation at the moment, and uh, and what what can we see as the, the big controversial topics? And is it going to be welcome news? Well, the thing about the law so far is. As far as every detail of the law is concerned, those haven't been released yet. Mm -hmm. What we know is that uh, later today, possibly, it will be released on China's news agency Xinhua. So there will be more revealed on it. Uh, The terms that have been described are somewhat vague when you talk about sedition, for instance, or compromising national security. What does that entail? What acts does that entail? Is it speaking a certain way or talking to certain people? But one big aspect of this is the collusion with foreign powers. China's been long critical of what it had described as foreign intervention in Chinese and Hong Kong affairs. Going back here, Hong Kong used to be a British colony. It returned to Chinese rule in 1997. It is ruled under the one country, two systems policy, meaning that while technically it is part of China, it maintains its own governing and economic systems that are separate. So this gives it a sense of semi-autonomy. Now, since March of 2019, we've had a number of violent protests in Hong Kong, a significant number of residents in Hong Kong saying that the proposed extradition law by China would compromise their freedoms. So since 2019, we've had a sense in Hong Kong that China's curbing on their freedoms, on their own sense of semi-autonomy, and things kept getting worse for them, as they say, with this new proposed security law. But yeah, analysts say one way of looking at the situation is looking at the relationship between China and the rest of the world, its competition between itself and the United States, and how China had long been complaining about foreign interference in Hong Kong affairs, 
even during the protests back in 2019. Uh, we've had a number of officials from the U.S. government meeting with protest leaders and reports of U.S. organizations funding the protests. So China's been saying there's been, there's been this egregious curb or egregious interference by foreign powers to try and change something that is more of a private affair, while countries in the West, like the UK, have criticized Beijing, saying they are infringing on the rights of Hong Kong citizens. European Parliament as well taking a firm stance on this, and the United States last week passing legislation imposing sanctions on any companies that back efforts by China to restrict Hong Kong's authority. So we have two sides here with very different takes on this, and China drawing the line in the sand, so to speak, saying back off, we don't want any foreign intervention, and that's what the law is all about. Yes, and in terms of the American stance, it says we urge Beijing to immediately reverse course and fulfill the promises it has made to the people of Hong Kong and to the world. And uh, the the special status for Hong Kong was another aspect that came into a little bit of a, a debate as well in the United States of America. But if we look at the storm this new law is creating on social media especially twitter uh, the twitter storm that is known across the globe for it um you can see that uh, the couple of news developments are coming pompeo moves to restrict defense and high-tech exports to hong kong that is one thing that they're looking at and uh one of a, well, a prominent spokesperson uh say that uh, that the Chinese government have been moving so fast here because they know Biden is coming. That is one aspect, one uh, uh, idea. And some are also commenting by saying that that is now marking the end of Hong Kong that was once known to the world. Yeah, it's a, a pretty difficult situation, even to assess it from an outsider perspective, looking, for instance, at the handover from the British colonies to China in 1997. Now, it says that Hong Kong would have this high level of autonomy for 50 years, so until 2047. But there's no clarity on what will happen when the policy ceases. And the autonomy given to Hong Kong is by China's central government. So. It's a, it's a hazy situation. The people of Hong Kong, uh, a big chunk of them feel that it's their rights that are being imposed on. They grew up in a certain environment, in a certain culture. But China says we're in the middle of a Cold War and there are separatist forces in Hong Kong, that's how they describe it, who are pressured by external anti-China forces, including the United States. Uh, so you could say Hong Kong's almost a proxy for a Cold War. Uh, between two sides of the world here with very differing opinions and it's being played out in media in twitter and even in entertainment certainly is going to continue to grab the world's attention we will keep you posted about any big development that emerges from that part of the world stay tuned to pulse 95 and the morning majlis there is lots to look forward to in terms of big announcements and news discussions particularly with the reopening of mosques in the the country uh, so do stay tuned to pulse 95 and have your say on the matter uh, we'll be right back after a short musical entertainment interval and we'll continue the discussions right here on the morning majlis